Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Pearson and Penelope Take Advantage. As we do in every story, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week's winner was Everett, who is living in Central Asia. His answer of only a sinner saved by grace. From the story, Pearson and Penelope avoid sacrilege. Great job, Everett! Pearson and Penelope take advantage. Daddy Peters walked into the house on Friday at lunchtime, surprising everyone. What are you doing home, love? Mama Peters asked from her perch at the piano where she was giving Penelope a piano lesson. Penelope had been working on the hymn, Hallelujah, What a Savior. The words guilty, vile, and helpless we, spotless lamb of God was he. Full redemption can it be. Hallelujah, what a Savior were such touching words for Penelope. The contrast of her sinfulness and God's holiness and spotlessness and how we redeem sinners sometimes caused a lump to form in her throat. And oftentimes, she couldn't hold back the tears. She remembered the time in church when they were all singing the song and she had glanced over at Daddy Peters who was wiping away tears. She was mystified at the time until Daddy Peters explained later that the words had moved him and how it had brought to mind the verses in Ephesians 2 where it says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our wrongdoings, and made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. And he said that he couldn't help but practically shout out, Hallelujah! What a Savior! So since that time, Penelope had really focused on the words of the song. She had found the music for it, and was learning to play it on the piano. And that's what she and Mama Peters were doing when Daddy Peters walked in at lunchtime unannounced. Well, I didn't have much to do today at work, and I wanted to come home because I want to take my bride out for a big date, Daddy Peters said as he kissed Mama Peters. But we have four kids, and and I haven't lined up a babysitter. Mama Peters really wanted to go, but she was feeling a bit flustered by the change of plans. Mama Peters' plans had included a calm homeschool day, followed by a stay in pizza and game night. I'm way ahead of you, sweetie. I've got somebody lined up. Betsy Russell is going to babysit tonight. Pearson and Penelope could not believe their ears. They exchanged happy glances because Betsy Russell was a great babysitter. She was always coming up with fun games, and when Betsy was around, everyone was entertained. As a young college student, she had boundless energy. Wow. Oh, Daddy Peters, you are such a sweet husband. I'm very surprised that Betsy was available because everyone in church uses her. But what an adventure you've planned. Mama Peters looks so pleased. Well, we need to get ready to start this adventure, Mama Peters. We're leaving in an hour, so plan for both lunch and dinner out. I have big plans for us, Daddy Peters said playfully. Mama Peters looked positively bowled over and jumped up immediately. But what about lunch for the kids and dinner? They haven't eaten yet, and I was just going to order pizza for dinner. Pizza is still on. In fact, I've already put in an order. And for lunch, I brought home some deli sandwiches. Daddy Peter seemed to have thought of everything. He pulled the bag of deli sandwiches out from behind his back and placed them on the dining table. Pearson, Penelope, and even Patience and Priscilla, the Peters' toddler twin sisters, were as excited as Mama Peters. Deli sandwiches were positively the best thing ever. And like all toddlers, 
Patience and Priscilla could sense the excitement around them, and even if they didn't know the reason, they joined in on the fun of anticipation. Mama Peters gave Daddy Peters a big hug, then loudly announced, Best husband ever! Thank you, darling. You thought of everything. It's a pleasure, Mama Peters. Now you need to get ready to go. I would say wear outdoor clothes and tennis shoes and maybe bring something to change into for a nice dinner. Mama Peters walked upstairs quickly, followed closely by Penelope, who wanted to help her get ready. Mama Peters, it sounds like you're going to have so much fun. I know it does, Pen. I'm excited. And I'm sure you'll have so much fun with Betsy. But make sure you guys obey. I know it's easy with Betsy, but you and Pearson may need to lend a helping hand with Patience and Priscilla. For sure, Mama Peters. And Betsy, she's so fun. Last time we played hide-and-seek in the dark, I hid in the bathtub, and no one found me, so I was the winner. And she let us have ice cream sundaes. She made her very own homemade caramel sauce and hot fudge. It was so fun. Oh, I remember that, Pen. Yes, she's fun, and she's responsible, so I trust her. Penelope had begun looking in Mama Peters' closet. She wanted to help Mama Peters look for something to wear. Mama Peters, you should wear this pink dress tonight for dinner. Penelope fingered the soft, silk-like material of the summer dress in the closet. That's a good idea, Pen. What shoes do you think? These slides or these gladiator sandals? Mama Peters held up one shoe of each. I think the slides are perfect. And Mama Peters, your toenails look so pretty. Penelope pointed to Mama Peters' freshly painted hot pink nail polish that they had just done the night before. Thank you, sweetie. Okay, I think I'm ready to roll, so let's go downstairs. Just as they descended the stairway, the shrill ringing of the phone punctured the air. I'll get it, Pearson shouted, racing to the phone. Hello? Um, yes, hold on a second. He handed the phone to Mama Peters. Hello? Oh, hi, Betsy. Oh, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. Sure, that's no problem. Okay, we can look forward to having Deanna then. Mama hung up the phone and turned to Daddy Peters. It turns out that Betsy can't babysit. She's had an allergic reaction, and her eyes are nearly closed shut, so she has to take some medicine and is very uncomfortable. But her sister Deanna is on her way. I think Deanna is only a year younger. We haven't had her babysit before, but it should be fine. It'll be fine, Mama Peters. She goes to our church, too, and I think she babysits regularly for a couple of families there, Daddy Peters assured Mama Peters. Oh, man, that's such a bummer, Pearson and Penelope said nearly simultaneously. I know you guys love Betsy, but let's give Deanna a shot, okay? Pearson and Penelope nodded in agreement to Mama Peters' question, knowing that even just having a babysitter was exciting enough. Within minutes, the doorbell rang. Daddy Peters opened the door and welcomed Deanna, a brown-haired, less effusive version of Betsy, walked through the doorway. Thank you for babysitting, Deanna. Mama Peters began to reel off a list of instructions. We have lots of board games, so feel free to play those this evening. Pearson and Penelope know where they are. There are deli sandwiches for lunch, over there in that bag, Mama Peters pointed to the table, and Daddy Peters ordered pizza for you for dinner. Got it. Deanna answered somewhat brusquely. If Mama Peters noticed, she didn't let on. She turned her gaze to Pearson and Penelope. You two make sure that Deanna knows where everything is and that you help her when you can. I love you. Mama Peters reached for hugs from Pearson, Penelope, Patience, and Priscilla. Daddy Peters' booming voice entered the conversation. 
Why don't we pray before we go? Lord, thank you for these kids. They are a true blessing and joy to us. We are thankful for your kindness and blessing us with their lives. Please help them to remember to obey in all things and at all times. Help them to remember that as the Bible says, your eyes rove to and fro on the earth and that they can never escape your notice, even when they escape ours. Help them to love you more and to glorify you. Thank you for Deanna. Thank you for her willingness to babysit. Give her wisdom, Lord, as she encounters situations that are beyond her. I ask you for healing for Betsy. Help her to recover quickly. Please give Mama Peters and me safety and enjoyment as we venture out for a fun time. Cause us to glorify you in all things at all times. We love you, God. Amen. After Daddy Peters finished praying, he doled out hugs to each child. Moments later, Daddy and Mama Peters left for the day. Pearson and Penelope directed Deanna to the dining table, where the deli sandwiches were wrapped and ready to be eaten. Deanna sat down in front of her sandwich, telling the children to sit down and begin eating theirs. But Deanna, the girls can't feed themselves. Daddy Peters bought this macaroni and cheese for them. So are you going to feed them? Penelope wondered. Do you know how to feed them? Deanna queried. Well, yes, I can do it, I suppose, but it's easier if we have two people since there are two of them. Well, Pearson can do it too, right? Deanna was full of suggestions. I can do it, Pearson quickly interjected. Okay then, great. I'm not used to babysitting little kids. I actually don't babysit too often. I don't, I don't really love it either. Deanna's tone wasn't exactly rude, but it wasn't exactly sweet either. Penelope and Pearson didn't know what to make of it, and Deanna certainly wasn't Betsy. They felt gypped because they had been looking forward to Betsy, and instead they got Deanna, who was not interested in babysitting. How different could those two be? They were sisters, after all. Pearson prayed over the lunch, and they all began to eat. Lunch was relatively quiet, as Deanna didn't say a word, and Pearson and Penelope were busy feeding Patience and Priscilla. Deanna, do you have any stories you can tell us? Penelope quizzed. Um, stories? What kind of stories are you talking about? Deanna asked through a mouthful of sandwich. Oh, just about anything. Betsy always tells us stories. I remember the time she told us about Groucho the Clown. She said he was the most miserable clown she ever knew. Oh, yeah, I remember Groucho, too, but, but yeah, no, I don't really have any stories. Deanna's disinterest was pretty obvious. Oh, okay. Penelope was quite glum and disappointed. Perhaps the two sisters were more different than alike than Penelope had thought. I've got an idea, Pearson piped up. Do you want to play cards after lunch? We could teach you 500. Actually, I have homework for a class I'm in, but you guys can play. I need to get my homework done. Deanna reminded them again to their great disappointment. And that's exactly what Deanna did after lunch. She sat in the living room with her binders and books and began doing her homework. Penelope escorted Patience and Priscilla upstairs and put the twins down for their afternoon naps. Afterward, she joined Pearson in a game of 500 at the coffee table. Hey, would you guys mind quieting down a bit? I'm trying to concentrate here. Pearson and Penelope stopped for a moment as Deanna had interrupted their game. They began to grow downright annoyed. Deanna not only would not have fun with them, she was preventing them from having their own fun. But they knew better than to directly disobey. For as long as they could remember, Daddy and Mama Peters had been teaching them Bible verses about obedience. Not only had they taught them Ephesians 6.1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. 
But they also knew Colossians 3.20, a similar verse. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this pleases the Lord. And as if that wasn't enough, Daddy and Mama Peters had reminded them right before they left to obey Deanna. I have an idea about how we can be more quiet, Deanna. Pearson's wheels were turning. We can play video games and the sound can go to our headsets. Pearson knew very well that Mama Peters had put the video games away for good two years ago, but he also knew that they were up in the closet and easy to access. Penelope, at first, looked at Pearson aghast, but then thought, Mama Peters did tell Deanna to do what she wants with us, so that could include video games. In answer to Pearson's suggestion, Deanna nonchalantly said, Go ahead and play, but can you guys set it up? She didn't seem the least bit interested in what the kids did. She was clearly using the time to study. Yup, I sure can. Pearson was thrilled that his plan had been approved. After about two hours of video games, Deanna pulled Penelope's headset off of her ear and announced, I think I hear your sisters upstairs. And? Penelope was certain Deanna wanted her to go get the girls, but she wasn't about to give in that easily. Please go get them. Also, I think it's been enough video games. Deanna turned the console off. Okay, Pearson said sadly. Penelope walked upstairs and was immediately hit in the face by the smell of stinky diapers. Deanna! Penelope shouted downstairs. It seemed to take forever for Deanna to get upstairs. She entered the bedroom with Pearson on her heels. Yeah? Deanna asked, a look of concern on her face. They pooped, Penelope announced. Oh, gross! Well, can you change them? Deanna scrunched up her face. I guess I can. Penelope made no effort to hide her annoyance. Will you change them then? Because I would really appreciate that, Deanna implored. I guess so. Pearson, you change Priscilla. I'll change Patience. Pearson had no desire to change a diaper, but he followed Penelope's lead, knowing that Deanna should really be more willing to help, but at least they had gotten to play video games. After the twins' diapers were changed, they all walked downstairs together. Deanna glanced up from her books. So what do you guys want to do now? I can take a break from my schoolwork. How about we make cookies? Betsy always makes cookies with us. Penelope's annoyance had morphed into enthusiasm. Deanna hesitated for a moment before answering, Nah, I, I'm not into cooking, but if you know how to make cookies, you're welcome to. By this time, nothing surprised Pearson and Penelope about Deanna. She seemed disinterested in really doing anything with them. Well, how about we watch TV then? Pearson knew that Mama Peters and Daddy Peters would have preferred that they play games. But he rationalized all that away. Because Daddy and Mama Peters had told Deanna that whatever they did was up to her. So when Deanna gave him permission to watch TV, Pearson was all too happy to turn it on and turn the channel to a comic book cartoon. Patience and Priscilla busied themselves on the floor with their magnetic tiles, and Penelope made cookie dough. She was quite familiar with how to bake them, and had the recipe memorized. Pearson walked into the kitchen just as Penelope finished mixing and asked his sister for a bite of cookie dough. Since Mama Peters always gave each child a teaspoon of cookie dough before placing them on trays and popping them into the oven, Penelope didn't hesitate to honor Pearson's request. Ooh, I love cookie dough. How about giving me a bite, too? Deanna inquired of Penelope. Penelope felt less willing to accommodate Deanna, but she did so anyway. Only as she handed the teaspoonful to Deanna 
she noticed that Pearson reached in and grabbed more cookie dough, which was quite unorthodox. So Penelope followed suit, and Deanna seemed okay with the free cookie dough eating, and Patience and Priscilla hearing the mmm, delicious, coming from the kitchen, toddled in to find out what was going on. It was hard not to see that Pearson, Penelope, and Deanna were eating large quantities of cookie dough, and it was only right for them to get their share, too. So instead of grabbing teaspoons from the silverware drawer, Penelope took out tablespoons, onto which she heaped cookie dough before handing them to the twins. At last, after everyone had gorged, Deanna announced, Okay, we should probably be done eating the cookie dough. Only as she said that, Penelope noticed that there was only enough dough for maybe six cookies max. She could not believe her eyes. Deanna, it's almost gone. Should we just finish it off? Penelope asked, despite feeling a bit sick from all the dough. Deanna was dispassionate. I guess so. Pearson didn't need to be told twice as he popped a mighty spoonful into his mouth. Hey, Pen, let's go watch TV. Pearson was full of ideas that day. So Penelope tossed the dishes into the sink, and for whatever reason, perhaps it was a sugar high or a sudden need for exercise, she jumped onto the couch and, in a standing position, bounced up and down. Patience and Priscilla, charmed by the novelty, joined her in treating the couch like a trampoline. Hey! Do your parents care if you jump on the couch? Deanna wanted to know. I can't hear you! Penelope bellowed above the din of the TV, which Pearson had turned up to a ridiculous decibel level. Are you supposed to be jumping on the couch? Deanna repeated, only this time she was louder. Still can't hear you! Penelope sang out again as she continued bouncing up and down. Are you supposed to be jumping on the couch? Deanna yelled above the fray. It was clear that she was quite irritated. Sheesh! You don't have to yell! Penelope said, climbing down and helping Patience and Priscilla down. I was trying to be heard! Deanna responded. Pearson, would you turn that TV down? I couldn't hear it! Pearson yelled. Pearson, you don't need to yell! Deanna shot back. The irony was that Deanna was yelling too. Pearson turned the TV down a few notches and Penelope plopped down on the couch next to Patience and Priscilla and watched the show. During the commercial, Penelope stared at Deanna, clearly causing Deanna a bit of discomfort as she turned away multiple times. Deanna, do ladies grow mustaches? Penelope asked. I don't think they want to. Why would you ask me that random question? Deanna responded. Well, because you have kind of a mustache, Penelope replied as she stared at the bits of dark peach fuzz on Deanna's upper lip. Oh, I... Deanna's face turned bright red, and suddenly Pearson, who had been watching the whole thing, and Penelope, who saw Deanna's reaction, felt sick. And it wasn't just from the cookie dough. The indwelling Holy Spirit had brought home to roost all that they had done that day. They had taken advantage of Deanna. It was true that she hadn't been very fun, so they had to make their own version of fun. But in so doing, They disregarded that Mama and Daddy Peters would not be honored by their behavior. They didn't care that the Lord was watching. They had selfishly only cared about their own desires. Penelope burst into tears. She knew she had been disrespectful and had hurt the poor babysitter's feelings, who, although she didn't prefer babysitting, wasn't downright mean. She simply didn't know how to handle little ones. Why are you crying? Deanna questioned gently, placing her hand on Penelope's shoulder as Pearson turned the TV off. Oh, Deanna, 
I am so sorry for saying that. I was wrong. You are quite pretty, and that was not a kind observation. Mama Peters always says, point out things that are lovely and privately say things that are necessary, and I've been taking advantage of you. We're not allowed to play video games or to jump on the couches or to eat all the cookie dough, and and we knew better, but you didn't, and we deserve to be disciplined. Would you please forgive me? Me too, Deanna. Penelope's right. We aren't even allowed to watch TV. We were making our own fun, and it was wrong to act like that. We were allowed to do all that stuff, Pearson explained. Wow, I had no idea. Deanna looked quite surprised. But I forgive you guys. I'm sorry I'm not as fun as Betsy. She's just tons of fun. But I can do something that you might like. I like to think I'm kind of a magician. So let's get this place cleaned up, and I'll show you some tricks. Penelope and Pearson, feeling contrite, set to work, replacing couch cushions, putting away toys, and cleaning the kitchen after the cookie dough debacle. Even Deanna pitched in and helped. When they were all finished, they sat down next to Deanna, who entertained and amazed them with lots of card tricks and even a handkerchief disappearance trick with quarters. They were delighted. When Daddy and Mama Peters came in unexpectedly early, the kids jumped up from the couch and hugged them. Hi, Daddy and Mama Peters, Penelope greeted them. Why are you home so soon? Well, we thought we'd join you for pizza, Mama Peters explained. We went on a beautiful hike and had a delicious lunch, but our feet are tired, so we decided to come home, but stopped at Pizza Earth on the way home and picked up our order. So we can join you for dinner. Doesn't this pizza smell delicious? Deanna, help yourself to a piece of pizza, and I'll pay you so you can get home. Thanks for being willing to fill in for Betsy. Penelope and Pearson didn't know what to do. Their bellies were full of cookie dough, and they didn't feel so good. And they surely didn't feel like eating pizza. They just knew they'd be sick if they ate another bite of food. The rest of the night was spent explaining to Mama and Daddy Peters about all of their antics. Though they received discipline for their disobedience, it felt so good to come clean. Daddy and Mama Peters were happy that Pearson and Penelope had owned up to their sin of disobedience, rudeness, and unkindness to Deanna. Both Pearson and Penelope were repentant, and it was obvious that they regretted their choices that day. They exhibited the kind of repentance found in 2 Corinthians 7.4, which states, Godly sorrow brings repentance, which leads to salvation. They weren't just feeling sad because they had sinned, or because they had made Deanna feel bad. Rather, Their kind of sadness about their behavior was a repentant sorrow, one that confessed their actions to the Lord. And to Daddy and Mama Peters, they were willing to accept the consequences for their poor behavioral choices, even if it meant discipline. They felt the burden of their sinfulness lifted when they confessed their bad conduct, and it sure helped them feel better because they had ended on a sweet note with Deanna, who had promised to come back and babysit again sometime. This is Grandmom's Corner. This story is a bit longer than most, but it is so good. And as we've stated frequently, most of the stories we bring to you are based on true life experiences, as is this story. Many years ago, my husband and I hired a babysitter, one that my kids adored, only to learn that she couldn't come and her sister came instead to babysit. When my husband and I arrived home after being out, The kids were already sound asleep in bed. It wasn't until the next morning that we discovered that the cookie dough, meant for making cookies, was no longer in the mixing bowl in the refrigerator. 
We learned that our kids and the babysitter had consumed it. Our kids knew better, but had taken advantage of the situation and had also behaved unbecomingly for the babysitter. Thankfully, our kids were chagrined and embarrassed by their behavior, and they were repentant and remorseful. We must never forget that when we sin, we don't just sin against others, but we sin against God first. The psalmist David, who wrote most of the psalms and was the king of Israel, recognized that he had sinned against God first after his egregious sins with Bathsheba. He wrote in Psalm 51, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. This week, when you're tempted to sin and disobey or lie and act selfishly, remember, God sees everything. And as Daddy Peters referred to while he was praying, God's eyes are watching. And when you sin, it is against Him first. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.